Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner, joined by Rhino in studio, reminding you that today... It's a great day to plan a Mississippi getaway, and you can do that by heading over to visitmississippi.org. And I think we all could use a little getaway that included some quiet time, maybe to get lost in a good novel, a book, or a story. And joining us on Good Things today is Michael Ferris-Smith. He's an award-winning author of novels, stories, and essays. He calls Oxford, Mississippi home, and he joins us today to talk about his most recent novel, Nick, Welcome, Michael. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm excited about this. I've been doing my homework, and <laughs> I'm ready to get to know uh, maybe the mastermind behind your novel, Nick. So out the gate, just tell us, who is Nick? Nick is uh, Nick Carraway, who is perhaps the most famous narrator in uh, American literature i think people most certainly recognize the title of the book great gatsby that he's the first person narrator of character that i was really interested in um over the years until a few years ago it his own story which is very vague in the great gatsby just struck me in a way i really wasn't expecting to the point to where i thought you know it it would be really interesting if someone were to write nick's story i mean i think there's a, a many reasons people relate to him as a character, but there are just so few things about him that he reveals about himself in Gatsby. And almost by the time I could finish the thought, I realized, you know, I was going to do it no matter what. And so I've done it. And here we are. Here we are. But there's a little more to it than that, because I think I read where you have actually read The Great Gatsby twice. So I'd love for you to share with us maybe when was the first time you picked up the book? Did it have an impact on you? And then how was life different the second time you reread the novel where you really had your sort of, you know, come to Jesus with Nick? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It was actually three times. So the first time was like a lot of people, I was forced to read it. Um, and I was actually in college when I read it the first time. And I remember putting it aside and thinking, I really don't see what the big deal is about this book. Um, and I still am amazed that high school students are put, are, are assigned to read it and, you know, expected to kind of get it, I think. Um, but the next time I read it was probably seven or eight years later after I had left Mississippi and was actually had been living abroad for a while um, in, in Geneva and in Paris and spending a lot of time there. And I was beginning to become really influenced by uh, the writers of The Lost Generation, uh, mainly because those just were the names that I knew. Um, and the other reason was, as I was reading their stories, you know, uh, their characters were sitting in Paris at the cafes, and I was sitting in Paris at the cafes, and they were taking train trips to the south of France, and I had done that, and they were going to the bullfights in Spain, and I was doing that. Sorry, 
it, it was weird that I, a Mississippi boy had to cross the ocean to actually start reading something that he kind of like found a connection to. So I read Gatsby then, and I, I started to feel it a little more. I started to notice some things in Nick that were similar to my own experience of being a, um, a long way from home, um, the way I thought about home and the way I thought about country and the way I thought about place uh, was starting to change for me. Um, but still, I put it down again, and you fast forward 14 or 15 years later to 2014 when I picked it up again. And I picked it up for no other reason than I was in my house looking for something to read one day, and it was short, and I think we all go for the short novels sometimes just because we're not, that's what we want. And um, I couldn't really remember that much about it, to be honest. And I read it, and uh, as I've said, it was probably the most like surreal reading experience I've ever had. It just seemed like something on every page was talking to me, either through the language um, or through Nick, something he was saying or imagining or thinking. And he gets to the end of the book, and he admits that he's forgotten his, it's his birthday. And that just really struck me. Uh, like, how could someone be so detached from themselves that they just don't realize it's their birthday? And he was turning 30, and he described the decade upon him as a decade of loneliness. And I just felt his loneliness, and I felt his um, isolation. And I think, I know, you know, in my own life, I've dealt with those things. I think a lot of people do. Um, and I just, it resonated with me in a way I wasn't expecting. And that's when I, it just began to knock around in my head. And that led me to actually sit down, sit down and just begin to write it, you know, without really worrying about anything else, you know, which I think is the only real reason you need to write a novel is because you're invested in it and you love it and you want to do it. and You, you know, don't really need anybody's permission. Well, so by, that's how I went about it. Well, by this time, Michael, though, you have already published several novels. So you have established, you know, at least editors and and um, you a publisher and you kind of have a team that backs your work. And yet something in you said, I need to do this in secret. People may think I'm crazy or they may not understand, you know, exploring um, the Nick character in The Great Gatsby and writing a novel just around him. What what was going through your mind when you were writing this in secret, pretty much? I mean, were you, f- was it fear of that nobody would get it? Or was it just, you know, the idea that you wanted something just between you and the pen? Well, I mean, that's probably a lot of those things. Um, you know, the idea itself was so, like, overwhelming to me. Um, I wasn't naive. I kind of realized the weight of it from a literary standpoint. And the reason I chose not to tell anybody is because, I didn't want to hear that it was impossible. I didn't want to hear that, well, it's a very small target. I don't know if you can hit it. And I also didn't want to hear, oh, that's a phenomenal thing. You know, I just wanted to kind of go into my closet, as a manner of speaking, and sit with it and work on it and tell the story that I wanted to tell um, without worrying about the business or the mechanics of it. You know, um, you're right. I had uh, two novels under my belt at that time, so I was familiar with what it meant to publish a book and the marketing aspect and the things you have to do and all this other stuff that comes with the business of it. And I just did not want that, um, that messing with my mind because of the, the nature of the idea of itself. And so I did it very quietly and I'm glad I did it very quietly because it didn't even like, I never once thought about the copyright issue at the time. And I'm glad I didn't. That's what I mean. Like I really extricated myself from thinking about it from a business um, platform or publishing platform at all. And I think that freed me up 
to embrace this idea that did intim- intimidate me from time to time, but it freed me up to embrace it and therefore come to it with all the talent I could muster, all the effort I could muster to where I could make it just the best book that I could because I knew it better be great. You know, if you're going to do this, it, it's got to be as, as great as you can possibly make it. And so that was, you know, some of the many reasons I decided just to do it myself. And then when I'm ready and I'm happy with it, that's when I'll share it with the world. And if you're just tuning into Good Things, we're talking to author Michael Ferris Smith. His latest novel is Nick, which is based off of the fictional character, uh, Nick Carraway out of The Great Gatsby. And you're right. I mean, everyone has their preconceived ideas who have either read the novel themselves or seen the movie, who that would be. And it is. I I love the fact, though, that even though you had two novels under your belt, you still go after um, projects that intimidate you. I think that's very encouraging for those that maybe their first novel or their first book or essay or whatever may be intimidating. And so it's good to hear no matter where you are sort of in the artistic journey of writing that there can still be um, those those projects that sort of, you know, scare you a little bit, but you move forward anyway with it. So I have to know, when you when you gave it to your editor or your publisher, whichever one comes first, your literary agent, um, Michael, did you just send it with a little smiley sticky note or was it like a, <laughs> did you prep it with saying, you may wonder where I've been but here's what I've been working on, or what did that email exchange look like? I believe I sent it to my agent, which is the first step, uh, with one sentence in the email that basically said, I've written Nick Carraway's story, period, attached, period. And my phone rang about eight minutes later, and I think if you could see a jaw drop through the phone, that would have been the time that you saw it drop. Before she had even read it, she's like, because I never tell her, like, I don't like to talk about any, like, thing I'm working on. It doesn't matter what novel. I've never, like, told my agent what Desperation Road or The Fighter or Blackwood, any of them were about. I just, I like to write them, and I like, then I like to turn them in. Um, she was very excited, to say the least, and I think once she read it and saw what I had done and how I had gone about it, she was even more excited. And then the next step was editor, and that was also a phone call just in minutes after we sent it in. Um but going back to what you mentioned before, I'm, I'm very happy to hear you say that, and thank you for saying that. And I think it is a um, something anybody doing anything creative or artistic or opening a coffee shop or whatever risk it is you're thinking about taking or you know what you want to do in life. I mean, I think you have to continually um, face those fears and intimidation. Uh, for me, it was be intimidated by it and slink back into the corner and try to forget about it and you know, always wonder what it would have been like or take the chance and take the risk and give it everything you've got um, and embrace it. And for me, it, I just wasn't going to let being afraid be the reason that I didn't do it, you know, and I, I think that's important for, for all of us. I mean, it's something I try to teach my daughters every day. Michael, can you hang with something. us one more second? Yeah, absolutely. All righty. We're going to embrace more of the novel Nick by Michael Ferris Smith coming up next here on Good Things. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420. 
or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Allstate now has deeper savings, and deeper savings require deep thoughts and a deep voice, like mine. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise, and save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. As someone once said, saving today is money tomorrow. That's deep. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-ice is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Northbrook, Illinois. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap. Melt-in-your-mouth pulled pork sandwich and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Pillium Corporation. When people hear our name, they say, cool name. What exactly do you do? Great question. Pillium helps your company stay secure and current with IT support, IT security and forensics, cloud services, and networking. Plus, next-generation body cameras, in-car video systems, and mobile communications for public safety and first responder clients. In short, Pillium Corporation helps our clients grow and thrive securely. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Turner, Rebecca Turner, a.k.a. Bed Bath & Beyonce. Good Things with Rebecca Turner on supertalk.fl, the Supertalk app, and your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Good Things wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi, some unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org and find out a little more. You can listen to Good Things on supertalk.fm. We're streaming live there as well as through your Supertalk Mississippi app, which can be downloaded on your smartphone or your tablet. But we hope you know your best way to listen to Good Things each day is always on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station, where we are continuing the conversation with author Michael Ferris Smith, his latest novel. 
novel is Nick, simply Nick, which I think is great. It just has the one name, like Madonna, Nick. <laughs> and it is based yeah. on Nick Carraway, the nar- narrator of The Great Gatsby. I have to ask about uh, the title because that's kind of a bold choice, right? Like one name, like like you have, you know, like Madonna and Beyonce or just the <laughs> Elvis, right, that come to mind. Of course, they're all entertainers. Did you have any other ideas for the novel's title other than just simply Nick? You know, from the time I started it, that's just the name I had on the document. And um, when I turned it in, I just put Nick on there as a title, too. Um, as it got closer to getting ready to publish, we did have some conversations about if we you know, should change the title. And uh, we knocked around a couple, but just it always came back to, you know, this is what it is. It's Nick's story. I, I like the directness of it. I like the just the four-letter bold word, you know, and um, it just... We couldn't think of anything um, that would serve the novel better than just, you know, calling it Nick and going from there, which I was very happy about. I really didn't want to change the title. I like, you know, but not Madonna and Elvis and all those kind of names. Oh, absolutely. It just, you know, it's it's a one, it's just a, it just is a period. Nick, period, and then you dive into it and then you would get to know him. But the cover art also is very striking. I mean, for someone who hasn't read your book yet, so I can't, you know, speak from that perspective, the, the cover art definitely draws you in. So I feel like there has to be a story there. If you haven't seen it, it's gorgeous uh, with a striking purple background, purple-blue background, and then these great eyes that just sort of suck you into what's going on behind them yeah the graphic artist did for uh, the publishing house did a great job they used the um, actual same shade of blue from the original Gatsby cover um, from 1920 whatever that was 25 um, and then also you know everybody's familiar with the, um, the eyes on that cover also from the billboard that they would see um driving to and fro um and so the use of the eyes on the cover of nick was striking because it's nick's eyes and nick begins basically with him in world war one and they are these big bold i I see him as kind of terrified and awestruck eyes um and they just I, i agree they really do reach out and grab you and that was the only cover i ever saw because when i saw it i thought yes this is bold and this is thematic and it's a great tie-in with all these Gatsby editions that will be coming out and I did I love it and I think once you read the novel and you become familiar with Nick and his experiences I think those eyes you know even come alive a little bit more we were talking earlier on good things uh, Michael about uh, doing things that intimidate you or going after your dreams regardless of maybe what the world says you started this early I think uh, you said when you were a student you left for a studying abroad and you know you Mississippi's home for you I think you're a native of Oxford but you flew the nest like so many do but you chose to come back so tell us a little bit about what it was like coming back home after being removed from your hometown for so many years and having all of these now life experiences and coming back was it the same was it different what was that like for you that's a really good question um it was different uh, i because i did leave mississippi when i was about 22 23 and i was one of those people who left and swore i'd never come back um but i, I did come back like so many of us do um uh, about six years later what was different was in the time that I had been gone, my friends, you know, we were all like 29 or 30 at that point. My friends had done things like get married and have children, get jobs, buy houses, all these adult grown up 
things, you know. Um, and I'd been living and working abroad for years and, you know, traveling around some and bouncing around and doing whatever odd job I could find just to keep, you know, trailing things together. And I was, I felt a little bit alien and my, my family didn't live in the same town anymore. Uh, I'm sure I felt, I felt like an alien. I'm sure, uh, I look, you know, seemed like that to, to friends too, um, and people who knew me. It was just, it was just different. And the other thing that had changed for me, which made me kind of my experience of coming back to Mississippi different, was I had decided that I wanted to try and write, and that had a lot to do with me coming back to Mississippi. Because when it came time to come back to the states, I had the very distinct thought in my mind: if I'm going to try to write, I'm going back to Mississippi. And I'm going to be a Mississippi writer. Like, I knew enough about the literary history of Mississippi that if I'm going to go and I'm going to try to do it, I want my feet in that dirt. Um, so the, the dynamic of coming back home, my idea of home was different. I was different. But the kind of the roots of Mississippi, too, was what pulled me back in, and that's what I wanted to be a part of. Well, there's definitely something special in our soil. You may fly the coop, but you definitely come. Most of us do end up coming back and finding a new respect for our hometowns or the state in and of itself. Now, I did notice, though, you've been you've been writing. Nick is your third novel. And I love that over on your website, Michael, you have a tab that's called uh, the book club tab. And it's not what you would expect. You actually have discussion questions for each of your novels to maybe, you know, uh, expand upon your thoughts or to, you know, wrap away. With some of it or some of the characters a little bit more which I find really interesting so what encouraged you to do that because that's different than other than other authors yeah that's kind of a it's a me thing but I think I have to give credit to the publisher for that too I think with um I think we've seen book clubs kind of grow uh, over the last few years it's been great I think that people are getting together and reading and discussing the books so what we did and what I like to do is like take some of the questions that um, kind of arise through the through the course of interviews or through uh, reviews or even just things that me and my editor kind of think about. And we make these book club guides to where you can. You can go to my website and click on whichever book it is um, your group is reading and get, you know, six to eight to ten kind of book club questions um, that you can share together that you can kind of use to kick off your discussion. And uh, I think it's very helpful. And uh, uh, I'm glad they're there and easy to find. You know, you can print them off. You can pull them up on your phone, anything. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I would appreciate it as a book club member because a lot of time people, you know, may not know where to get started. And I think it helps with that. Well, we won't give away all the questions, but I'd love one from the perspective of the author is, is Nick a love story? Mm. I don't know. I oh, you would have to say read that. <laughs> you would say that. And my second one's not on your book club questions, but if you've never never read The Great Gatsby, I mean, maybe you just skipped over that or you did read it in high school, you really don't remember it. Do you need to go back and reread it or have read it and have an understanding of it before you pick up your novel, Nick? No, I don't I don't think so. In fact, one of the things that was on my mind when I took on this project was I also wanted to feel like a standalone novel that you don't have to be familiar with Gatsby or be a lover of Gatsby or anything to pick up Nick um, and read it and just have a really interesting experience with this kind of episodic journey he, he takes on. Um, I think a lot of Nick, to me, is probably a lot um, of what is in my other novels, too. I think the notion of identity and place and home and uh, how desperate we are to kind of want to be somewhere and make these connections is right through the heart of Nick. And I feel like, you know, everybody can relate to that 
everybody level. yeah and everybody can relate to a hometown as well and we have a facebook group on um a good things facebook group michael and our question today is what do you love about your hometown which you kind of inspired that with the with the novel nick so what do you love most about your hometown of oxford i'm throwing you on the fly here I love being able to walk into City Grocery before the pandemic any night of the week and seeing somebody I know that I can sit down and have a drink with and just enjoy being who you are, where you are. And I think that's one of the great things about any small town. I agree. Now, where can we get your novel if we want to um, enjoy that during during the winter months? I think it would be a great snuggle up by the fire, enjoy a good drink and a good take, take us away from where we are today. We need to escape into uh, a novel these days. I think so, too. Um, Nick is available pretty much anywhere books are sold, but I will say I always promote our great independent bookstores in Mississippi, and I have signed first editions for, obviously, Square Books in my hometown, Turnrow Books in the Delta, and uh, Lemuria Books in Jackson. They all have signed first editions on hand um, that you can go in and grab, or you can go to my website, and there's a link to buy a signed copy um on the nick page also but uh you know it's also available in all forms audiobook kindle and pretty much any bookstore there is but if you can support your local mississippi stores please do well i've enjoyed this conversation michael i look forward to reading nick and revisiting the great gatsby in a different lens and you're welcome back anytime well thank you rebecca i enjoyed it i hope to come back sometime all righty y'all stick with us we've got more good things for you coming up next closing their doors forever and it's the final weeks all fine jewelry and watches are now up to 80 percent off everything must go time is running out for this unbelievable sales event soul burgers jewelry highland colony parkway ridgeland hey tom looks like you're a few guys short today yeah one's been out with the flu another is at the er and lydia at the office has a sick child where's randy another contractor offered benefits You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. As a small business owner, you know that running a business is no easy task. You're in the office and on your third cup of coffee before most even roll out of bed. That's why you need office equipment and solutions that help keep your business running smoothly. The experts at RJ Young provide office technology that ensures your business's network stays efficient and secure. So you can focus on what truly matters, growing your business. 
To discover how R.J. Young can help your small business grow, visit rjyoung.com slash smallbusiness. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. Six so one nine six six eighty two thirty three Watkins Construction Inc. dot com. Hi, Eddie Schultz here with MGT Films with some great news for businesses and homeowners here in the metro trying to balance utility bills and save money. 3M Window Films give your single and double pane windows low E glass-like savings. 3M Window Films stop heat in the summer and maintain warmth in the cold winter. If you own a building or a home, you don't have to choose between comfort and savings anymore. For free estimates, contact MGT Films at 601-707-5596 or online at mgtfilms.com. I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you. I got my son back. Soulburgers Jewelry is closing their doors forever, and it's the final weeks. All fine jewelry and watches are now up to 80% off. Everything must go. Time is running out for this unbelievable sales event. Soulburgers Jewelry, Highland Colony Parkway, Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. In addition to those over the age of 65, Mississippians with underlying health conditions are now eligible to receive the vaccine. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs. Cancer, chronic kidney disease, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or COPD, Down syndrome, heart disease, immunocompromised conditions, obesity, pregnancy, sickle cell disease, smoking, diabetes. For appointment information, visit newsms.fm. The FBI is preparing for the possibility of armed protest at the capitals in all 50 states next week. Then we are loaded to bear up there. There's plenty of officers. Uh, they have called in that are stationed all over the capital, and uh, you know, I, I guess we're. Pre- preparing for it. Mississippi Representative Becky Curry says she hates what happened in D.C. I don't know who that was that went in there. They had Trump paraphernalia on, but I can tell you I have been around Trump supporters. They don't act like that. Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too, and just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash 3 from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash 3 has daily drawings with 50-cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash 3 sometime, and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888. 574 Hope or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour, and The Borky Show are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Becca Turner. She's amazing. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. You got to. You can't laugh at yourself, then life's no fun. And life's no fun without a little travel. And Good Things wants to remind you that there is an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you this year. So take some time today. Head on over to visitmississippi.org and explore a little more. You can watch what happens during Good Things. We are live and on demand. We're also on your computer or your phone or your tablet. Just about any device you got, you can find us. You can go to supertalk.fm slash watch. And don't forget that if you have those smart TVs at home, like C Spire TV or Roku or Amazon Fire TV or even YouTube, we are on there as well. So you can either look for the Super Talk app to add to your list or you can actually find the Super Talk channel. I know on C Spire TV, I think it is channel 70 or find the Weather Channel and you will find Super Talk. But if you are on social media, we are all over those platforms as well. But here on Good Things, we enjoy having a good conversation over on Facebook. I say it every day, but if you're going to be on Facebook, you know you're there. You might as well just have a little positivity in your life. So go to your little search bar, type in Good Things With, Rebecca Turner pops up, click join, and bam, you can add a little bit of good to your news feed. And you will see that today's sort of question to ponder or to at least expand upon is what do you love about your hometown? The cool part about a hometown, most of us listening to good things, probably our hometown was in Mississippi, is we all have one. I mean, nobody gets away with not having a hometown. Even if you are, you know, a military brat, so to say, and moved around all the time, you still have a hometown. And that hometown may not be your birth town if you did move around a lot, but I feel like your hometown is where you spent the majority of your youth in which you remember. You have to garner memories for it to sort of be your hometown, where when you go back, it's a, you know, a flood of good vibes and feelings. And if you've never left your hometown, you still, that's your hometown, right? Like it still sort of gets that for you. So, you can also let us know on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. What do you love about your hometown? Our guest just mentioned uh, Michael Smith there in Oxford. He could go into um, restaurants and you should see a friendly face. You may walk in by yourself, but you won't be eating or drinking by yourself because undoubtedly in a good old small hometown here in Mississippi, you're going to know someone. So, Rana, what would be you that you love most about your hometown? Well, I couldn't quite decide if I wanted to pick Tupelo, where I grew up, or Clinton, where I've lived for years now. So I thought about both of them and what I enjoy about both. In Tupelo, it's always changing. It seems like every time I go home to Tupelo... I'm seeing something new. 
that's being developed or some little business has popped up or something's gone into an old place and renovated it. And there's always something new to see, new to experience, new to do. In Clinton, where I live for the majority of the time, it's the quietest college town I've ever seen or heard of. You have all that excitement and buzz around town when college is in. So you have that energy in town. You have it's a little bit more bustling. It feels more like a city. Mm-hmm. But then in the off season, it's quiet as a ghost town because it's it's a quiet college town. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. Oh, yeah, worlds. it's best of both best, worlds. Best of both worlds there. Well, I grew up in Terry. I would consider Terry, Mississippi my hometown. And I would have to say the thing I love most about it is there's always a tailgate open for a conversation. Beer or no beer, I don't know. depends on the hour or the day. But it was the type of people where if you went to your friend's house, undoubtedly either you know there was somebody there working in a shop or chatting around, and it just felt like there was always a tailgate down and someone sitting on it, so to speak, and having those life conversations, whether they were hard or whether it was just joke telling or passing the time. And then you could move on into like the weekends as you move up through you know your high school years and you do a little more socializing. It was usually your best times were around tailgates. And so it was just the kind of town where very laid back, but very welcoming. And yeah, I think that would be something that I would say I love most about my hometown that you don't get necessarily um, in every city. And I think that's the part two that's cool about your hometown is nobody's is better or less better. I don't know if that's a word um, than anybody else's. They're all different. Usually it's called worse. (laughs) English 101 here on good things. Hey, look, whatever. Uh, Yeah, so everybody's is different. Everybody's hometown experience is going to be, you know, individualized as well. I think one thing, too, that's a key about it being your hometown is you you feel like you you know the place, like you know the back roads, you know the side roads, you know if in your hometown, if you get um, word that there is a fender bender on Main Street, you know exactly which way to go to either get to the interstate or bypass that to still get to where you you want to go. You don't have to look that up on a map. Like you just know that because that is your hometown. And some of the other good things that come from our hometowns is going on over on Facebook, where Jeffrey says, everybody knows more about my business than their own. Yes, that is a, that can be a good as well as a not so good thing. But I think, too, it can keep you out of a lot of trouble if you know that there are eyes and ears everywhere in your small town, where uh, Lynn also says everybody knows your name. And there's other photos and other events that are popping up, too, um, which people enjoy about their hometown. Everything from Brian saying his favorite thing about his no- his hometown is the Neshoba County Fair, where Abe says Crawdad's Steaks and Mac- McCarty's Pottery in Marigold Mississippi is the favorite thing about or what they love most about their hometown. You can chime in, too, as I mentioned, on the ceasefire text line if you would like. But it's this idea that we all have, you know, a hometown. Rhino, you brought up a different idea that maybe we have multiple hometowns. But no matter where you are in life, it's the one place or two places that still feel like home once you get there. 
And home is not a town. It's sort of like a feeling. It's oh, a, yeah. it's a sense of security. It's a sense of belonging, even if you didn't really belong or felt like you stood out, right? It's the taste and the smells and it's just the antidotes that make that place special to you. You know, some never left their hometown. So you have a completely different mindset or outlook on the zip code in which you were born, raised, educated, married. I mean, now you have seen also how that hometown has transitioned over several decades because I really connect with what Michael, you know, was saying about I didn't leave the United States um, by any stretch of the imagination, but I left my hometown to go off to college, which was still here in Mississippi. I went to Southern Miss, but I was gone for like almost a decade before then got married. So, so many life transitions happened after leaving and decided, you know, making our way back. Man, the hometown was just not the same as it was whenever I left it, which isn't a bad thing, but it's definitely a different place in time. When you remove yourself from a city or town and in your mind, it's like a time capsule, all the things sort of stop and you it's sometimes it's hard to wrestle with the changes or not changes that have happened when you've been gone for a decade i would assume when did you leave tupelo rano i graduated high school in 04 and pretty much moved out and got my own place a few years after that so 2008 2009 is when i just moved down here so you've been gone for 12 yeah, years? So a decade now. So does Tupelo, I know it's your hometown. There's parts of it still feel like home, but it's a different place. Oh, yeah. There are parts of it where it's like, wow, uh, that was a field. Now there's a whole shopping center. <laughs> right. But you still, when you think of your hometown, you go right back to where you where it was and you were when you left it. And I think that's kind of the cool part. It's, it leaves a little bit of a stamp on your heart that can't be erased, even with time. Wade and Jackson says my hometown is Gloucester, Mississippi. Did I get it right? I was right. the first to screw up a Mississippi hometown. Okay. What I love the most about it is it mainly borders the... Homachita. <laughs> you know I was going to need a little help with that one. National Forest. Oh, I can imagine you don't get that uh, from any other hometown. So if you... Could, if you have something that you adore or love specifically about your hometown, you can definitely chime in um, here if you if you would like to. But I think that's something that Mississippians have um, is pride in their hometown and where they grew up. Even if you left and then you came back, or even if you weren't necessarily born here in Mississippi, but you're here long enough, hometown is just it's just a different sort of feeling for the place in which you live. And that I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I got some pretty cool good things headlines for you, too. We can dive in coming up next.
Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. What if you could save a life today? What if you could save three lives today? You have the chance. Right now, Mississippi Blood Services is currently seeing extremely low inventory of all blood types. We are urging all eligible donors to download the free Mississippi Blood Services app and locate the nearest blood drive to you today. Every donation of blood has the potential to save three lives, and you can be that lifesaver. Be a hero. Be a donor with Mississippi Blood Services. Find more info at msblood.com. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. Has your child swallowed your medicine, your laundry detergent, your nail polish remover? Call the Poison Helpline. Have you inhaled paint thinner, glue, pesticides? Call the Poison Helpline. Have a question about a dose, a fume, something your kid just drank? Call the Poison Helpline. Poisonings can happen at the home, on the job, or in the great outdoors. Call the Poison Helpline first for fast, free advice from medical professionals. Call 1-800-222-1222 anytime, anywhere. 1-800-222-1222. Save the number, save a life. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This is the closing angle market report. At the close of New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was down 78 to 80.92. May cotton was down 68 to 81.77. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were down 12 cents to 14.06 and a quarter per bushel. May soybeans were down 10 cents to 14.03 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was up seven and a quarter to five twenty four and a half per bushel. May corn was up eight and three quarters to five twenty seven and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was down seventeen to one seventeen forty seven. June live cattle was up seventeen to one fifteen ten. March feeders up thirty five to one thirty four thirty two. April feeders up fifty to one thirty six seventy five. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up seventy three points, thirty one thousand one forty one. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Mississippi Agri News Network. Heat, drought, wind, hail, northern corn leaf blight, gray leaf spot. If your corn is under stress, you are too. Get Veltima fungicide, swift activity, with fast payback, an expanded application window. Makes life simple, and it's a secure choice. With powerful residual for visibly healthier corn. Swift, simple, secure. Veltima fungicide. Call your BASF rep today. Always read and follow label directions. Veltima fungicide is not registered in all states. When your fields need weed protection, you can rely on the Lion. With up to six weeks of residual control of Palmer Amaranth, Water Hemp, and more tough broadleaf weeds, you can depend on Valor EZ Herbicide by Vainlet USA to provide a clean pre-emergence foundation. No matter what trade system you use, you'll get excellent rotational flexibility in your fields with control you can rely on. For easy mixing and loading, optimum coverage, and proven residual weed control, the choice is easy. Valor EZ. Always read and follow label instructions. 
all the folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Here comes more with Rebecca Turner. It is not every day that you find a woman like that. This is Good Things on the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Adventure or Getaway in 2021, go to visitmississippi.org and start planning today. And also don't delay on being updated on all the vaccine info. The Mississippi Department of Health continues to distribute the COVID vaccine to private providers and hospitals throughout the state so that when you become eligible for the vaccine, you can have access to it if you choose to. Mississippi is following a phased approach to prioritizing vaccinations and And as they arrive in the uh, upcoming weeks, vaccinations will be expanded to other groups like essential workers, people with chronic diseases, and then to the public as a whole. But if you want uh, the real deal information, you can go to msdh.ms.gov for more info. And as the days go on, more money that gets added to the Mega Millions jackpot. I know you guys have probably already talked about it, heard about it today, but it's it's a hard not to not to say like seven hundred and fifty million dollars is up for grabs on Friday. And this is your friendly reminder. When you buy a Mega Millions ticket, you are donating to the Mississippi Roads and Bridges Fund. So even if you don't win the Mega Millions then you can feel like your money went to something that you will get good use of, out of as well. Will you buy a ticket, Rhino? Mm, probably Friday. Really? Yeah, just one. Just one. Just so to play it only take, just to, Well, it, when it gets to this type of cash, it's like, you you why not? Like, what is a dollar to two dollars just to see? I mean, what if you did, right? I mean, what if you were the... You got to be in it to win it, is what they say, and it's kind of fun to be to be part of it, uh, to be part of it all. And you never know if the odds are stacked in your favor. Then I actually had the idea of buying it before the shows on Friday. That way, I could tell everybody my numbers, and if they all wanted to go out and play the same numbers, we could all try to win it. Because it's seven hundred fifty million dollars. You could you could definitely we could split that a couple of different ways. <laughs> I I text a friend who is having a hard day at work today, and I just said, "Well, if I win the Mega Millions, you can throw up the deuces, and you don't have to go back." And she said, "Would you share your million with me?" I said, "If I win a million, I'm probably not sharing, but if I win millions, yes, yes, I will be kind enough and add you to the list of people to to give a sliver to." Um, but if you like cars, you may want to put this on your list of things to buy if you win the Mega Million. David Hasselhoff, of all people. The Hoff. Is, is auctioning off Kit Car from the Night Rider. Does that bring back some memories for we some folks? We just talked about this a couple of days ago, or maybe yesterday. Did you? On okay. the JT Show, about oh. the Kit Car, yeah. Oh, just but, but not, not the, But not the, Hoff selling his, but not, no. Okay, so the customized Pontiac Firebird Trans Am. 
that's portrayed in David's Hasselhoff's Crime Fighting Partner Kit in the 1980s series is auctioned online. It is going up this Thursday, no, January the 23rd, and it has reached a high bid of $975,000 as of Thursday afternoon. And they started it off at only 175000 to 300000 I would have thought that it would have been higher than 300000 I mean, I don't know. But anyway, he's auctioning off a wide range of, how does he say it? Well, it's official with H in front of it. Official? Official. Official merchandise, including a Baywatch pinball machine and a 14-foot model of Hasselhoff's body used in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. (laughs) I should have finished reading that. (laughs) Everybody wants their 14-foot Hoff. You can put it right next to the 12-foot skeleton you got for the inflatables for Halloween. You can put it as the passenger in your It'd be your way more kit. terrifying than the inflatable skeleton. You can ride in your kit rider, your night rider, with Hoff sitting next to you. Does it float? You could pull it behind a boat with multiple people on it. I don't know, but it's up for grabs. You just wonder where someone like David gets into his life where he's like, I think I'm going to put kit up for sale. Like, I think the night rider needs to go up for auction and yeah maybe the album sales are down in germany i don't know so what were y'all speaking to it on the jt show well, we were joking about the lottery about what would you buy like you'd buy your dream car and somebody on the ceasefire text line mentioned the trans am and we're like well i mean do you get the classic trans am do you get kit richard from wigan says is he selling the talking technology I don't know. It's probably just the car with the blinky light back and forth. But if you win the 750 mil, I bet you can go to whoever paid 975000 and say, you know what? I can take that off your hands if you're looking to get rid of it. You can even turn a profit. If you win the lottery, you could call up Elon Musk and be like, hey, design me one. But would it have the same value? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> it would be your own, right? The Turner Mobile. <laughs> it will never hit another curb ever again. That's the technology I need in mine is curb defying bumpers. Well, they got those little things you can put in the fender well that they used to have on like the old Cadillacs. Do they scream at you? You're they do make a loud noise when you hit the curb. That's exactly what I need. And I need for you to stick with us because we've got more coming up next here on Super Talk. you got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.